Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of Girls' Night. I'm your host, Alexis Waters. Let's get started. What's up, Girls' Night gang? And welcome to an all-new episode of Girls' Night with your girl, Alexis Waters. Guys, what am I going to do when I have to change my last name to Alexis Fernandez? Like, are you guys going to still listen to me if I'm called Girls' Night with Alexis Fernandez? I don't know how I feel about that. (sighs) Girls' Night with Alexis Fernandez. I don't know. It'll grow on me, but will you guys still listen? That's what I need to know. I mean, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, but I was just looking at my lights in my home office. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to follow, like, and subscribe, okay? Alrighty then, back to the show. So I wanted to do a solo episode today because I have a lot going on, a lot to share. And you know what? Sometimes it's good to just connect with me and the Girls' Night Gang. I mean, I just want to connect with you guys. You know what I mean? So, okay, I am looking at my arms right now. I have the same wingspan as Michael Phelps. Like, what is going on? Oh, my God. I look like that girl that from that show, The Big Comfy Couch, and she tells the time. Okay, anyways, so I want to share with you guys everything from my first stand-up appearance that I did here in Dallas at the Dallas Comedy Club. I went to the Hamptons for 4th of July and just overall what's going on in my life, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Recently, I've been like more sensitive than ever. I've been getting dramatic over something and it's only, it's kind of lasting me days now. Like I'm like, you know, like something's bothering me for days now. Like I don't know if it's because I'm 30. I don't know if it's because I am becoming more dramatic as I get older. I don't know what is happening. But for example, if you think you are feeling some type of way, or if you're feeling like you're having a bad day, just know that I literally cried because the batteries died in my remote control and I was too lazy to change them. No, no, no. I didn't even have batteries to change, but we live in a world where I can just get them on. I can get them postmated in two minutes. But no, it was the end of the world for me. I was watching a show, probably something on Bravo, and I was really into it. I went to put the volume up and the batteries were dead. When I tell you, it it felt like my dog died. That's how upset I got over it. And then I realized that I was crying over batteries. You know, and not only did I cry over batteries that day, I also cried because I was trying to get back into my routine after going away for about three weeks. Like Tyler and I have been on the go. We had my best friend's wedding in Staten Island. So we went to visit my entire family in Jersey for the weekend. Then we went to Miami to celebrate one of my friend's birthday. Then we went to visit my dad in Fort Lauderdale. Then I came back to Dallas, did stand up, 
Then we went to the Hamptons for the 4th of July. So I think I'm just going to make sure, I'm going to just probably kick it up as I'm just tired and exhausted. But as I was saying, I was getting back into my routine of things and I went to the gym and some woman who's the nicest woman ever, I love her so much, she and I always chit chat, you know, do a little small talk, which I hate small talk, but I only do it with this woman because I like her. But she asked me, looked at my ring and she said, oh, honey, did you book a date yet? Set a date yet? Which is a completely normal, normal and annoying question to ask. But like, I love this woman, so I'm not going to get mad at her. But I, when she asked me, did I set a date yet? I was like, no, like, no, not yet. And I just walked into the sauna. I started hysterical crying in the sauna just from that question. Like, that is how sensitive I am. So not only did I cry over the batteries, I cried over a simple, nice, question, when's the date? Even though that is the most annoying fucking question in the world. Why can't everybody just back the fuck up about everybody's life and life chapters? It's like when you get a boyfriend, you start dating somebody, everybody's like, oh, when are you getting engaged? And then it's like, oh, you get engaged. It's like, when are you getting married? And then... And then if you, when you get married, it's like, when are you having a baby? And then when you have one baby, they're like, when's the other one? Huh? <sighs> like, oh my own. Like, why can't people just let people live the way they want to live? Even just if I, even when I did stand up recently, which I'll get into in a little bit, like I, everybody's like, oh my God, when's the next show? And it's like, let's just be appreciative that I did one. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I've been like very emotional lately. <laughs> Even, and then I also cried over something really, really stupid this week as well. I think Tyler, I think Tyler said that something annoying, which is something always, what did he say? Oh my God. I think he mentioned like, because I, I haven't been able to work out. I'm a, I'm a big workout freak. Like, I love working out. I am a gym rat. I've been injured for, like, almost a year now where I can't do as much weight as I want to. And I'm I love to take a weight, you know, throw it around. Like, I am a gym tan laundry. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that out loud. I can't believe I just said that. No, I just love to feel strong. I'm like, that just, I just love lifting. I love feeling strong, being strong. That's just how I feel. And I think Tyler's, and I can't do anything upper body. Like, so I've been so insecure with like just my body too. Like, I'm just a the mess, you know? And I think Tyler said like, why don't you just work out your lower body? Which is very, a very rational answer when I'm complaining about not being able to work out my upper body, like all he said was, okay, why don't you work out your lower body? In my head, I received it as, I don't have an ass. I, my bottom half is ugly, like psycho mentality that I have. So yeah, if you guys are feeling some type of way, 
Just take a look at me, okay? But since I have been so emotional too, I wanted to go over some things before I talk about the Hamptons and my stand-up that have been bothering me. Like, I'm just in a mood and I need to let it out. So, Girls Night Gang, maybe you can just, like, make me feel less like a psycho. Maybe you guys feel the same way. This is what Girls Night is all about, okay? Like, recently, I went to the mall, right? And already a problem. I hate the mall. I don't know why I try to be a mall girl when it's never going to happen. I don't like the mall. Tyler and I, when we go to the mall, we literally never go in the same car because I like to have my own vehicle, my own escape if I need to leave. Because we usually fight in the mall because I just it's just not my vibe. I hate everybody. No. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm so, I'm just very independent person. When I, when I need to go to the mall, I like to go, get out, leave. Like, I'm not a stroller. I'm not like... I just, if I know what I need to get, I just like to go to the mall. I hate trying things on. I'd rather buy it and return it. I know that's not okay, but that's what I do. So I've been, I had to go to the mall like a bunch of times this past week just because I needed some last minute things just for everything, everywhere we were going. And tell me that you guys don't feel the same way about this, but... I went to the mall at like 9 a.m., okay? And when I tell you, I think I was like still stoned from the night before. This woman got real, real, real close to me, okay? Like real close. I'm talking probably less than five feet, okay? I was like, whoa, what is behind me? Hello. And she's like, hi, good morning. Let me know if you need any sizes. I'm like, okay, thank you so much. I will. So I'm looking around. She's like, I pick up one thing like for 2.5 seconds. She's like, oh my God, that would look amazing on you. That actually, actually, I have something in the back that will look great with that. I'm like, well, okay. Instantly, I want to leave, okay? It's like I understand that people that work in the stores in the mall get paid off commission, okay? I respect you guys. I respect the hustle. I respect it all. But when I tell you I'm a consumer and I'm letting you know that sometimes You need to give us a breather, okay? I wanted to leave the store. Like, it was just, like, I walk in. She told me 10 times how much she liked my outfit that I had on. And I looked like I was homeless. So I was like, okay, I know you're a liar. And then I'm just looking. I'm If I would just pick up something, she'd be like, oh, my God, I have that in purple, green, and blue. And I'm like, okay, well, like, I don't even know if I like this one and I don't know if I want it. And, and it was just, it just, I get so easily overwhelmed when people are breathing down my neck in clothing stores. And then you have to try it on in front of them. And they always lie to you. Like they always lie to you and tell you that you look good. I remember one time I was at a 
store in, I was at a store, I'm not going to name any stores, but I was in the store and this, these jeans that I tried on, I came out and I just wanted to like see, I just wanted to see, I wanted to test this woman and really see if she was a truthful bitch or a liar. That bitch was a liar. When I tell you I had these pants on, they gave me camel toe like no tomorrow. I walked out. I had like, it was like high-waisted brown leather pants. I walk out. The lady's like, oh my God, those look amazing on you. I'm like, what about the camel toe? She's like, ah, you can't even tell. I'm like, um, no, I don't think I'm going to get it. She's, she, and I'm so easily sold. <laughs> I'm talking all this shit, but it's like, moral of the story is that like the girl told me they looked good. She lied to me, but you know what? I fucking bought those pants, those camel toe pants anyway. Why? Because I just didn't want to deal with her anymore. Like that is where I'm at. I will never be a mall girl. I am trying. I am trying to be, but these people out there are making it hard for me. I really, really, really attempt to be a mall girl for, 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 it's been a, for years now and it hasn't worked out for me. I'm just easily annoyed, easily overwhelmed. And, but before people cancel me, I want to make something very clear. I respect the shit out of people that work for commission. Okay. I, I see you hustling. I see you selling. It's just, one, if you come up to me and say, let me know if you need anything, and then I don't need anything, don't, it's, it's just, it is, it is what it is. Like, find the other person that's there, you know? Find somebody else in the store. It's not me. I'm not the one. I'll, I'll probably spend a lot. Okay, now I'm rambling. Okay, another thing that bothers me. <laughs> What else bothers me? Oh, something else that bothers me. Why are people throwing things at singers on stage, like at concerts? Like, what is wrong with people? People... I saw, I think it was BB Rexa that got hit in the face with a cell phone. And then like, people are so sick that they create like this trend for social media and they like throw things and like at concerts, what is wrong with people? I would, if I was a singer and someone threw a phone at my face, I would end the concert right there and then beat the shit out of everybody. Okay. So what, like, why do you, what is, why would you pay to go see somebody and then what's it called? Want to hurt them? Like, you guys are assholes and you guys have serious issues. Okay, so clearly not only have I been super annoyed with people, I've also been very emotional. And 
I don't know why I've also been so indecisive about everything right now. It's like, what is wrong with me? I think I'm like not taking enough birth. I mean, I don't think my, uh, I mean, there's a lot wrong with me, obviously, but just something's in the air right now. And I have also been so indecisive, so insecure about my body and what I look like. And I'm like, who are you and what happened to the Lexus motherfucking waters that you are, okay? I don't know what happened to me, but I'll be back. Like I always bounce back, but like it's just taking me longer than usual. I think it's because I'm 30 and maybe just like everything, I'm just gonna blame everything that I'm 30. Like I can't, I like I, I'm also entering this new phase of life where I am outgrowing my old self a little bit where I, meaning like fashion wise, like I don't, I used to be, my fashion style used to be like more Jersey hooker, like like a classy Jersey hooker. And now I don't like any of the stuff I have, but I don't know what I want to wear. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what my new style is going to be but I'm in this like limbo, but clearly I don't want to go to the mall for anything because everybody bothers me. Actually, excuse me. Okay, well, now that you guys know that I am insecure, emotional, sensitive, indecisive, and bothered, let's move on to the night at Dallas Comedy Club. So yeah, I had like this weird epiphany, okay? Okay, so let me tell you how this all went down. Mondays, okay, usually on Mondays I get a spray tan because I like to have a spray tan for the, the week. It gets me going, it makes me feel good because I'm a pale ass bitch. I was in my pale girl era, now I'm not anymore. I wanna be tan and it's like I, I don't like to be in the sun because I don't want wrinkles, okay? I'm a psycho, I know. Um, but (laughs) I was driving home Monday night from my spray tan. I was singing Luke Combs. I don't know who I am anymore. I was like (sighs) driving and it was like a wide open road. The sun was setting. I just felt mad country and I liked it. I was, I think I was singing beautiful, crazy, can't help but amaze me the way the sheen dance. Okay, so that, you get you get the vibe. Sun was setting. It was just like a summer night, 7 p.m., all the, all the good things, all the feels. I'm driving, and this guy cuts me off, like in, not, it was insane. It was like, I was driving. He cut me off in the middle of the highway. My car went horizontal, in the middle of the highway, like in between those three lanes. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, of course, you always get injured. You're about to get into another car accident. Like that's what my thought process was. When I tell you there was no cars in that moment on the highway, like my car went horizontal. So the three wide open lanes on the highway could have had cars just speed, like going 60 miles an hour. I don't know what happened, but there was no cars in those lanes. 
except like there was one minivan on the on the last lane that almost hit me but he like went to the right he swerved so fast that he didn't hit me I was like how it was the scariest thing ever I don't know how I was a lot like it was it was just one of those crazy freak accidents that I survived somehow it was it was so scary so after I um so I followed this guy that cut me off for about 20 minutes and I was just beeping my horn really, really loud. And uh, horns go one, horns only go one level. Anyways, I was beeping my horn, giving the finger for like 20 minutes. I just followed this guy and I'm just like praying to God. I'm like in my car, I'm like, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever you need me to like, if clearly I'm here for a reason, let me know why I'm here. You know, I'm freaking out. I'm like, please tell me God, like whatever you want me to do, I'll do like, obviously you, you saves me for a reason. Why do you want me here? Two minutes later, my hair, like as I'm praying to God out loud, like I'm just like saying like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Cause it was like fucking scary as fuck. I get a text message from my hairdresser and he sends me a open mic stand-up comedy night. And the poster of like on the flyer was a shark. And I'm like, oh my God, if this is not a sign that I need to really just go for it, like a shark, shark, I'm shark girl. Like, you know, it was, and it was like two seconds as I was praying to God. I don't know if you guys aren't religious, you don't have to believe me. I just felt like it was so, it was so crazy. And I might be delusional, but I just felt like it was like God's way of telling me to start doing stand-up because it's always been something that I wanted to do, but I've been just like not confident enough, not like just, I don't know. I just never did it. So, and then of course the one night that I'm actually in Dallas and it's a, it's shark party media that's hosting it. Like I was like, I have to go. And I had so much going on that week, but nothing in me wanted to back out of doing this stand-up. Like it was such a weird feeling that came over me and just stuck with me. Monday night, Tuesday, like it was like this force was just pushing me to do stand up. I can't explain it. It was so bugged out. So I go to the stand up Thursday night at the Dallas Comedy Club. I wear this like leopard onesie. I have red log nails. I have big hoops. I see that the sign up thing is like 9 p.m. So I. I didn't want to tell anybody that I was going either. I just wanted to like do it. When I tell you, I got there at nine on the dot like a loser. I was the first one there. There was nobody there until like 11 p.m. So I got, I was just sitting in the bar by myself, well, with Tyler. With Tyler, we were, and I just kept drinking Casamigos clubs because I was getting so nervous. And then we finally got into the main stage room where everybody, you can just sign up and go and do a stand up. And of course I put my name, like I was the first one to sign up 
And I'm thinking I was going to go first. Like I was so excited because we were leaving to the Hamptons the next day. So I was like, okay, I just want to do it, get it over with, like, and just say I did it. I want to feel so accomplished. They put your name in like a wheel of fortune thing. So it's like random. I got there at 9 o'clock p.m. I didn't get on stage until 11.45, okay? So by that time, I was a little buzzed, a little bit, uh, yeah, I had like, I took two shot, two shots of tequila at my house, and then I had like two shots of Casamigos, I mean, two or three, I think four drinks right before I went on stage, and I did so bad. Like, I don't go on stage until 11.45. I get on, I get up there, I'm so nervous. I'm like, hey guys, how's everybody doing tonight? I'm Alexis Waters, and I'm from New Jersey. Do I have anybody from New Jersey here in the audience tonight? <laughs> and, and, and I was like, alrighty then. Um, so I'm just a Dallas Jersey girl living in a Texas world. I have, I used to date like meatheads from Jersey and now I'm dating a Slim Jim golfer from Texas and it was like crickets. I was like, already then. Yeah, so I, I got some laughs. I was up there for like six minutes, which I feel like is a very long time, especially for your first time ever. And I mean, I was really proud of myself, but I think I was just, super emotional. Once again, I was super emotional because it always has been something like a goal of mine to do just to start doing like open mic nights and practice doing stand up and just get into comedy. Like that's just always something that I wanted to do. So when I got off stage, I sprinted out. I was, I was crying hysterical. Then my heels broke off and like the top of my heels snapped open. So I'm standing barefoot in the parking lot, crying hysterically. One eyelash is down, one eyelash, a uh, fake eyelash is down to my chin. And then my car got towed. I was like, oh my God, Tyler. Cause Tyler parked my car, of course. So they take us to the, to- we, we get driven to one tow place. And if you know the places the tow truck places here in Dallas, they are in the middle of nowhere. They're like 20 minutes away from Dallas and like in this dark, scary, like hills have eyes type area. So we go up to the the first tow truck place and you know what, you know what, I'm going to add this to things that bother me list. I was at the tow truck place and I don't like, I don't like this. I don't like how the tow truck like glass, like the, when you walk up to the tow truck place and there's a, um, like a window, but it's tinted. So you can't see the person you're talking to. So the woman was asking me like 21 questions. Like, where's my car insurance? Like, what's, uh, what's my name? And I'm like, what's your name? Like, I can't even see you. Like what? All I need to do, I have my car keys right here. All I need to do is click it. You know, it's my car. Like what? The tow truck was, the, my car was not at this tow truck place. So I'm like, alrighty then, let's keep it moving. I'm barefoot, mind you, too, in the, in this Hills Have Eyes area. So we get, into, we call another Uber, get into another Uber. I'm telling you, I am all about signs and just signs. Like this man, this Uber driver that picked us up to get, go, drive to the second tow truck place was a man from, sent 
to me from God. I swear. I don't know. That's just how I felt. This man was probably a 500-pound man, and I wanted to just, like, cuddle with him and be his best friend because I, when I got into his car, first of all, his car smelled like horse manure, and I didn't even care because that's how much I loved him. I get in this car. I start hysterical crying once again because I'm like, I bombed my first stand-up. Like, I thought I was going to do so much better. Like, I'm a loser. Like, just crying like a drama queen. And this man just turns around. He's like, he actually, he kept calling me shorty. He was like, you actually went up there and you did the stand up. You know how good, you know how much courage that takes you? I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Okay, dude, I get it. I like really think about him every single day since then because I, I miss him. I stopped crying immediately. Meanwhile, Tyler like was telling me the same thing the entire ride from like right after and I was like shut up Tyler but this random uber driver man told me that I was too hard on myself and he got me to stop crying so whatever I miss him I miss the uber driver if you're listening to girls night just know that you made my night because then I was fine um okay so then so that was my night at the Dallas comedy club but I'm definitely gonna start doing more just even just even the fact that I did it, like it was such a big accomplishment for me. And I felt so good going into the weekend, but I was so exhausted going to the Hamptons for 4th of July. Like when I tell you after doing, after doing, after going to Jersey, to the wedding, to Miami, to Fort Lauderdale, and I sound like a bougie ass bitch, but like, this is just my life. I had to and then come, like, after go, traveling uh, home and, and Miami and, and going to visit my dad in Fort Lauderdale, and then coming home, doing the stand-up, like, I was so mentally drained. Like, that's when it hit me. Bitch, you are not 23 no more. Like, you cannot be, do, like, traveling as much as you do and coming back and, like, expecting to have the same type of energy. But you know what? I went to the goddamn Hamptons, okay? And back in the day, I used to go to the Hamptons, okay? Back in the day. But when I tell you, I thought the Hamptons when I was 23 years old was so like bougie and just like classy and just rich people and like boring. Like I was like, I'm not going to the Hamptons. I'm going to DJ's at the Jersey Shore where the drinks are $2 and you get in for free. And there's just a bunch of meatheads. Like that's what I loved. Like I remember going, getting a shore house at the Jersey Shore with like 10 people in a, like a closet, a shoebox closet room for a whole summer with like five beds on the dirty floor with like the window broken, no AC. That was what worked for me back then. And anytime I would go to the Hamptons, I would be like, this is so boring. Take me back to DJs. But this time was different. I felt like I was a woman. I felt like I was meant to be there. I felt like it was my vibe. <laughs> we did, we had, Tyler and I had so much fun in the Hamptons. We did Surf Lodge one day. And that was, I think, like the 4th of July party. I'm not quite sure. But I remember like dancing 
on the table and like being crazy. And I remember seeing Dave Portnoy, whatever his name is, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. And I was dancing like crazy. I swore in my mind, me and Dave Portnoy, whatever his name is, were, we were making eye contact. And in my head, he was staring at me and he was like, oh my God, that's the girl from Girls Night, like Alexis Waters. Like I should sign her to Barstool. Like that's what was happening in my head. He wasn't looking at me. I was making all this stuff in my head. I'm a psycho. But that that's where my head was at. And then someone offered me some shrooms and I took them and then I couldn't stop laughing for a solid like three hours, which I love that about shrooms. But then I like started to realize that I think I'm over the club. Like, I used to live for the club. And now, like, I used to hate the dinner. And now, like, I used to be like, don't invite me to dinner. I'll just meet you at the club. Now, only invite me to the dinner, okay? Only invite me to the dinner. That's all. (laughs) That's where I'm at, people. It was just funny as fuck that I was in the shroom, like, mindset. And I was looking around. Everybody was just like really sweaty. Everybody was doing drugs. I mean, I'm not one to judge, but like everybody was just doing drugs. I was just like, it was like a sweaty, like mosh pit, I felt like. And I was just like, I am not, I I need to get out of here. I need to like start planning a wedding, even though I don't even know where to start. And like maybe start making some babies. Like I was just like, I don't. I think like I don't, I'm over the club. It's like, like I love to travel and party and stuff, but it's like I am, I know when I need to go now. Like I am fine with leaving at 12 o'clock and that is a big change for me. So I'm glad that you heard it here first at girls night, okay? Like when I tell you, there was this one time that Tyler and I went to Cabo and We only did dinners every night. I was so pissed because I was like, Tyler, why would you take me to Cabo and not take me to the clubs? Like, I'm not just doing dinner. I actually left the hotel room one night and I took, packed my luggage, went to the front desk at Nobu in Cabo and tried to book a, book my own hotel room. And I tried to book a flight home because we didn't go to the club. Now I am all about dinners. If we go to the club, cool. If we don't, even better. You know what I mean? Like that's where my head's at. And I, I like it here, but, but at Surf Lodge, while I'm ex- while I'm going through this shroom experience where I'm like, okay, Alexis, I think you're getting out of this chapter of partying. Like everybody's sweaty, everybody's smelly, everybody's doing drugs. I think you need to leave. And I remember looking at Tyler and I'm like, baby, let's get out of here. And he didn't want to. And I was pissed. And I'm I'm like so fucked up. I'm like trying to leave. I see Joe Gorga, Joe Gorga from Real Housewives of New Jersey. And he was literally, I think he was the same height as me, but I was so fucked up. I didn't want to go up to him, but I think he was like, yeah, the same height as me, but I was also was on shroom. So don't, um, don't listen to me. But I remember Tyler didn't want to leave. I threw a fit. We got back to the house. I packed my bags again and I tried to Uber 
from the Hamptons to Secaucus, which was like only, it was like two hours, but like I was so down to do it because when I tell you, if this kid, if Tyler wants to leave, I have to leave. Like he's like, let's go, we're leaving. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, you know, but when the roles are reversed and he wants to stay, I get so angry because I'm like, get me out of here. Like I'm fucking fucked up. I want, I don't want to be around these sweaty druggy people anymore. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just like, how can you not get me out of here? Like get me out of here. So even though like, so we get back to the house, I'm packing my stuff. I'm trying to leave, you know, and Tyler is so nauseous. He's like, go to sleep. I'm like, no, I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to go back home. I'm calling my mom like a crazy person. I'm like, mom, I'm coming home. Tyler's not a man. He's a boy. Like he didn't want to leave without his friends. And I'm like, what kind of man are you? Like I was, and then, and then I gave him the ring back. Like, oh my God, I was so dramatic. I was like, take the ring back, Tyler. So that was my life. Obviously I stayed. Obviously everything's fine. (laughs) It was a night. And then the next night we were at Gurney's, which is like a really, really fancy hotel in, in, um, in the Hamptons. And like, we had like this fabulous dinner, like on the water. It was so bougie. Like, I don't know who, how I ended up here, but like, I am not bougie. Okay. Like I used to sleep in a room full of 10 girls at the Jersey Shore. And here I am at Gurney's in in the Hamptons and I am eating spaghetti like and I'm like drinking like a rosé like I'm like who am I how did I get here but there's like an after party there's like a lounge type vibe like next to the restaurant it was so fun like I was having the time of my life and all of a sudden Tyler Fernandez comes up to me and he's like baby we're leaving and you know what I did I said Okay, baby, let's go. Like a real woman, okay? Not a little boy, bitch. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But the fact that I was okay with leaving at 12 o'clock was such a, uh, I felt like, I felt like a mature woman because normally as you got, like, as I was mentioning before, like I tried to, if we didn't go to the club, like I would freak out. Like now I'm was perfectly fine with leaving at 12. It was a very, like, I felt like, okay, Alexis, you're evolving, you're growing. Like, I was very proud of myself. Even though, like, I was having a lot of fun, okay? Like, I could have danced all night long. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a 30-year-old woman now. Like, what can I say? But, yeah, the 4th of July fucking weekend was insane in the Hamptons. There was this party that this athlete, he, I think his name is, Michael Rubin, he threw a 4th of July party with Kim Kardashian, Tom Brady. Like my two worlds collided at this party. I love sports and I love hot people. And together was Michael Rubin's party. And it was just like insane. Like Usher performed, Neo performed. Like I don't want to party anymore unless I'm going to that party. Okay, that's it. So Michael Rubin, if you're watching... Can somebody, can somebody invite me to, th- to that? Okay. Um, but, oh, and also at this party, there was, Tom Brady was there and Kim Kardashian, and I heard that they were canoodling, but I also had no idea what I'm talking about, so don't quote me, but yeah, I, after I got back 
from the Hamptons, I slept for probably, I think I slept for 24 hours. And when I woke up, there was a whole new um, social media app called Threads as if we, as if I can't keep up with the ones we have already. And, but I low-key kind of like it. Like it's like Twitter, which I was really good at back in the day. Who the fuck is good at Twitter, Alexis? But then... So I slept for 20 hour, 24 hours, woke up to a whole new app, and then I found out Britney Spears was slapped. I was like, what is going on? Like, every, I, it's so sad because Britney is my ride or die. I, I'm a ride or die Britney Spears fan forever. I'm way too emotional right now to, to, to talk anything about Britney Spears, actually. So... We're going to wrap it up here. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any guest recommendations for Girls Night that you want to come on, I'm thinking maybe to, I don't know. If you guys have any guest recommendations that you guys want, um, send them my way. And please leave a review on Apple iTunes. And even just leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. Girls Night gang, I love you so much. See you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can catch an all new episode of Girls Night every Tuesday and make sure to follow us on social media at AlexisWaters underscore and at Girls Night Hangout where you can find weekly updates about the show and some behind the scenes action. Also, make sure to check out my jewelry brand at Nation by Alexis and use code BLASH25 for 25% off your entire purchase. And please don't forget to subscribe. Love you. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.